0: I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is the Real Estate Voice, and this is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. That's S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R. And Barb, if someone is thinking of selling their home, what are some of the top things a home seller should do to prepare their homes for sale?
1: Well, Richard, it's very interesting to me that the typical buyer, the first time they see a home, they're looking online, right? Most of them are using the internet to do kind of their initial research on what area do I want to be in? Is this house appealing to me? What's around it? So, you know, because of the advent of the internet, it's given them a lot of power to do much of their shopping right at home in their fuzzy bunny slippers. <laughs> so, you have to make sure that that when you present the home to the market, you don't you make sure you have pictures out there that avoid elimination of the home online because you'll never get another chance at least with that fire. And what they start with is curb appeal. They start with the front yard, the backyard, the view. so you have to get that right. And the problem is we live in a climate where half the year the yards don't look that good. They go dormant in the winter time. the yards turn kind of an ugly tan brown color. all the leaves fall off the deciduous trees. The mulch blows around in the wind. It's just not that pretty. So how do you fix that? Well, one of the things that we, you can still make yards look good. You can still freshen up the mulch beds in the wintertime. You can still find some warm enough days to paint the front door, fix the mailbox, fix those plastic doorbells that are broken. (laughs) Have you seen those, Richard? They're almost in every house. You show up and there's the plastic doorbell where the little push button thing is broken off. I don't know why they're so cheap and they don't last that long, but have you seen them? Um, I don't
0: really care to talk about this because I know somebody who has a, a a doorbell like that.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a lot of people. I mean, I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying, if you're going to put your house on the market, take care of those, those things that are easy to take care of because it does affect the impression. But let's just start with the pictures. Pictures are a huge factor in, whether or not the buyer decides to even leave their house and drive by and get a feel for the neighborhood and see if that's the home for them. So you want to motivate somebody to you know leave the home, drive by and go, oh yeah, that looks good. Yes, I'm interested in seeing that home. And buyers will eliminate homes based on any deferred maintenance that they see. If the outside doesn't look good, their automatic assumption is the inside's not going to be better. So I spoke with a buyer once and she told me that she will eliminate a home in just five clicks of her mouse. That means you've got five pictures. That's it to make an impression to see if she's going to look further. And sometimes it's just one. Now, here's an example. I, I actually showed this home. I love making fun of it. So this was a picture of a home down in the fountain area in the summertime right? The grass should have been green, but it's dark brown. It's brown. The tree looks half dead. There's a little bit of weeds around the edges. It looks awful. And you know what? It it worked out to be true. We went inside that home and inside that home, it was just as bad. There was a lot of deferred maintenance, scratch floors. The landscaping was uh, pretty much dead. Okay, And the buyer's reaction to this home is, okay, I it's too much work for me. I don't want to play, right? So you, you have to get curb appeal right. Here's some examples of getting curb appeal right. So this was a springtime set of photos. You can see the leaves are turning green. The grass is green. The backyard looks green and pretty. And inviting looks like a place you want to play. That's what buyers are looking for. Believe it or not, cosmetic finishes actually really impact buyers. So let's go back to the curb appeal thing. So this is we're going into, we're almost into the winter now. And so we're going to have six months of brown yards and the leaves not turning green. Green possibly until the end of May, right? So even June sometimes before it greens up and then it happens all of a sudden. It's like, ah, it's summer. So we've got some time here coming up. So if you're thinking of selling your home in the next three to six, eight months and you're interested in talking to us, one of the services that we offer for free is we'll come out and do a no harm, no cost, no obligation, free consultation give you an idea what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale. And we're offering free professional outside pictures while the yard still looks good. That way, if you plan to go on the market, say in March and April, when the yard is dormant, guess what? Your yard is not dormant and it looks really good. So buyers typically, when they they go inside a home, are really in their mind doing the math about what would it cost them to bring the home up to whatever their standard is. And at the end of the day, it doesn't mean every home has to have beautiful granite counters and Corinthian leather everywhere. That's not true. What most buyers want is, is an affordable home in which they could move in drop their stuff, get on with their life without having to remodel. Most buyers don't want to remodel. And the only time you can motivate them to remodel is if the price is really, really low, really competitive. So here's an example of a kitchen That has been updated with beautiful colored cabinets and those Victorian looking lights, uh, pendant lights over the breakfast bar, granite counters, high end appliances. Yeah, most buyers are going to say, yep, I want to see that home if it's in their budget. So there's some basic things that you can do in your home to make it look picture ready. Let's start with clutter. That's the biggest problem for most people. Just so you know, the average person does not live the same way that you're going to put your house on the market, right? If if I went into my house right now and I took pictures of it, I know I'd be most embarrassed at my desk <laughs> at home and you know, little places where you just like the kitchen counter for some reason seems to attract everything we're carrying in from the house, and it just is not the first thing to get cleared off. So when you're showing the home and when you're taking pictures, you would not show your home that way. You would not leave a lot of appliances on the counter. You would not leave dish towels hanging from the stove. It just doesn't look right in pictures. You pick up your throw rugs. You clear everything off the counters and show off your beautiful counters. The only thing that should be left on a kitchen counter is the coffee pot, okay? everything off the, the breakfast bar, uh, everything neat and tidy, put the clutter away. As far as what's on walls, a lot of people tend to uh, put up a lot of family pictures, which is wonderful. I think it's wonderful to honor your family with their pictures and enjoy. I love looking at pictures of our family. However, and it's okay, actually, a lot of people say, oh, I have to take all the family pictures down. That's really not true. True. You just have to take the overwhelm down. Like if you covered a whole wall with the story of your life, it's very distracting for buyers. The buyers are focused on the story rather than the space. And can I visualize myself living here? So you minimize that. It's okay to have a few family pictures here and there, but just don't overdo it. You basically want one piece of artwork per wall that is to scale. Make it very simple. Closets. So typically, we don't take pictures of closets on the inside. But buyers, when they're looking at homes, they absolutely look at them, okay, because they want to see how much closet space there is for their clothes, right? So, I have a picture of a really cluttered master closet. What you want to do basically in a master closet is pack away your seasonal stuff. So, right now it's kind of in between seasons, but let's say you have clothes that you never wear or you only wear on special occasions, but you know, pack those away, put them in a box, put them in the garage, okay, and only just kind of minimize what's in the closet. Uh, what my stager recommends is everything off the floor, okay, because you don't want it to look overcrowded. If everything's off the floor and you're putting your shoes up high in shoe boxes, it actually looks bigger. Okay. We actually showed a house a few weeks ago where it it was unbelievable. It had nice views, nice floor plan, but the closets were just bursting out everywhere. The pantry was bursting out with food. The closets, you couldn't barely open them because there's so much stuff that they stuffed in there. Right. And there was a lot of clutter and really the buyers might've been interested in this home, but they just could not get past the clutter, right? So you gotta make sure you deal with that. And we include with our listing staging advice to help you with these projects, to take it step-by-step step and room-by-room room to get make sure that you're photo and show ready when the buyers come. And we don't take inside photos of the garages. We don't take inside photos of the closets in most cases, unless there's something spectacular but the buyers want to see those spaces to make sure they have enough room to store their stuff. Richard.
0: You're listening to the real estate voice with Barb Schlinker, your home sold guaranteed realty. You can always reach Barb at 719-301-3900. But what are some of the other things that a home seller can do to prepare that home for sale?
1: Well, if you have a lot of clutter and you want to take that stuff with you, go ahead and store a rental space. Some of them give really good bargains for a couple of months and just focus on the basics curb appeal make sure your flooring is fresh your paint is neutral now it's okay to have dramatic painting in one bedroom that's that's okay but if let's say i had one client that they were big broncos fans and they had this big soaring ceiling great room and it was painted bronco orange okay don't do that in the main rooms neutralize the paint it made a difference their home sold for top dollar when they did that they grumbled at me cuz i recommend that they did that but it made huge difference. Flooring's a big, big deal. Buyers don't want to replace the carpet. Just make sure it's in, it doesn't have to be new, but it has to be clean, restretched, take care of damaged hardwood, all that kind of stuff. Because buyers want to buy the home, move in. And then if they're going to improve some things, that's fine. Okay. But they can do it on their own dime. It has to be at least comfortable, livable when you go on the market. Richard?
0: You're listening to the Real Estate Voice. That's Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R, if you just want to put it into Google. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb Schlinker at 719-301-3900 or just visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Short intermission. When we come back, we'll be discussing why winter is a great time to sell your home. Stay tuned for that.